0: International Broadcasting lives on 508.5, the big one, WTWW. Please stand by as we get ready to launch another episode of this reality
1: radio cafe cast with your host and my husband, Denny J, K5 DCC. 5, 4, 3, 2, 1, 0, Ignition, lift on.
0: Downrange. Now grab your glass and get ready to fill it up with some radio on the rocks. Vehicles pitching downrange.
1: Well, good morning, everybody. Welcome to the Digicom Cafe. Pull up a chair and grab a cup of coffee, sit here at the table. I'm honored to be here with my new friend, Rob Mansapapa. How do I pronounce that? Mansapapa. Did good good. I was pretty good. Very good. Well, thank you. Well, Rob and I met uh, recently as a result of some interaction on Facebook for our US GMRS activities. We've been building some state groups, and Rob was uh, interested enough to jump in and say, I'll take our Arizona. So we've got him set up there. He's uh, running his Facebook group, which I'm sure he'll tell you about and invite you to it. But uh, he's a new friend in amateur radio and communications. And I thought, This is a perfect opportunity to sit down and hear another interesting story of how someone gets into radio communication. So, Rob, introduce yourself. Give us your call signs. Tell us more about yourself, your location, and how you got into this very exciting hobby.
0: All right, Denny. I appreciate it. Uh, Again, the name Rob Mansapapa. My call is uh, Alpha Kilo 7 Radio Mike and my gmrs is uh, wrub 398 i'm in mesa arizona uh it became an extra about 15 years ago didn't do a whole lot with it uh, and actually i if we go back a little bit further the, the person who got me involved with uh, ham radio was actually an, uh, my uncle uh in poughkeepsie new york when i was uh, five six seven years old we used to visit them periodically in P- poughkeepsie and uh, he was only one in our family that had a ham radio. And I was the only one in our family that was interested in his radio. So every time we go see them, would be like, Uncle Maynard, show me your radio. We go down to the basement and he and I I believe they were Collins radios at the time and he had a big tower antenna with a with a Yagi on it. And I remember it, I didn't know what those were when, you know, at set six, seven years old. But I just knew that when he turned that radio on and we could listen to people in Japan talking and he could talk to them and it just amazed me. And, it, 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 and it, that, that fond memory has never left me all these years. So in high school, I had a CB radio, which I really enjoyed uh, during high school times up in New Hampshire and I loved talking skip and, and then life got in the way, you know, career, family, all that got in the way and I finally got to the point that uh, it sparked my interest because as part of being prepared for the uh, unfortunate happenings that do happen uh, in in our times communications is key. Uh, so I started getting involved in, in communications and prepping and, you know, being prepared for emergency situations. And that was absolutely fit the need and, uh, got my, uh, got HT first. And then I branched into the uh, regular HF radios, which I absolutely love. But it still amazes me today. Each and every time I get on the radio and I put a CQ call out there, and not knowing who in the world will come back to me, to me is magic. Every single time, it never gets old. Absolutely, never gets old. I, I, I just get, it, I get giddy and I get excited every communication. I mean, so I, I've taken that when we go camping and do a lot of parks on the air. Um, and I combine that with uh, my other joy, which is wildlife photography. Uh, so when people get in, uh, make contact with me, when I'm doing the uh, parks on the air up in uh, up in central Arizona in the mountains, I, will uh, take uh, several of my best photos and turn them to, into eight by 10 photo QSL cards and, uh, uh, send those out to the guys who make it into my logbook. Uh, last, uh, activation and 991 contacts, uh, from all over the world. And, um, uh, Wow. That helped me just, just break the 100 mark in unique countries, which I've been sitting at like 98, 99 for like three years and uh, uh, finally got a country that uh, pushed me over the mark. So I was really excited about that. And then parks on the air has a very active uh, program that just really uh, highlights the, to get out there into these parks around the country that you kn- wouldn't have known about otherwise. And guys are activating them and they're, taking photos and showing you what's, what's there at the park and their conditions and the interactions that they have with the park rangers, some of them good, some of them bad. Uh, but, uh, you know, so it's, it's been a real, uh, energizing, uh, activity for me to get my radio out, out, you know, out in the wilderness, run on battery power, make sure my gear is running what antennas work the best uh and make contacts and absolutely some of the conversations i've had have been fantastic one of the best ones most memorable is a 45-minute conversation with a guy in new zealand who was out in the bush Uh in northern new zealand on the northern island. We talked for 45 minutes Absolutely enjoyed that conversation which never would have taken place without the magic of radio and right. I made some good friends on the radio and i've since met up with people are you know, in, in, from Albuquerque to California and, you know, all the places around. I just never would have met otherwise. And a lot of them have common interests like photography. Uh, I'm surprised at how many guys who are into ham radio are also into photography. So it's just hanging with like-minded people, like-minded interests that kind of bind us together. And uh, I've just enjoyed every single minute of them.
1: That's awesome. Well, I haven't told you this, but I also love photography. I used to have mm-hmm. my own what wedding photography business, had a Hasselblad and I've had Nikons and Pentaxes and I still have an icon, but
0: you know, yeah. Oh, sorry. <laughs> the curses Bless. Bless you, my son. You have got to have a lot yeah, of patience. Yeah.
1: Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But anyway, the, the old saying is, if you've probably read this guy's book, the best camera is the one you have with you. And now True. it's our phones. And our phones are doing such an incredible job with taking pictures nowadays. I'm sure you use yours a lot too, don't you?
0: Yes, I do. Uh it does not <laughs> replace my DSLR uh which is now the mirrorless Sony A92 camera, but on yeah. the fly that takes some phento- phenomenal pictures and I actually do a lot of video the hummingbird videos in 4K video slow motion uh when we go camping and uh if uh, people are interested in seeing some of that stuff uh, especially the qsl cards because i i really pride myself on getting photos of a of an animal that people don't typically see or in a light that people don't typically see even if it's a ground squirrel but with his cheeks just absolutely bulging with food and yeah. uh birds interaction that are when they're uh they become defensive in their territory uh and those type of things uh, intrigue me so uh the website is www.az-pics.com and you can go to the ham radio outings and that's where i post the galleries for each of those uh park art in the air activations and the qsl cards and uh, you can kind of see what they are and i give a little piece of information about the animal and it's really brought those two hobbies together and i've got guys that do chase me on a regular basis when I know I'm going because they've collected a number of my photos and uh, printed them out and framed them. And it's it's a good feeling. It's a, it's a really good feeling. Awesome.
1: Well, I've looked at some of those pictures and I've noticed uh, you use Ellicraft. Is that the K3 K4? Uh K4? Yeah,
0: well, uh, I sold the KX3, uh, but what I take uh, on doing Parks on the Air is the uh, ICOM 7300. I have a little hard case that I put it in. It used yeah. to have the 857D, a- but it is a 20-year-old design, a very noisy little radio. You know, I, at the same location, same battery, antenna, location, everything being the same, I had to have a noise floor consistent of a S5, S6, and with the Icom wow. 7300, yeah. I had zero noise floor. So you know, wow. if you can't hear them, you can't work them. So That's I worked so right. many more with the 7300 that I never would have even heard with the 857 857 is great for backpacking and right. you know portability but uh, as far as being able to hear hear uh, the signals that are out there and available to you uh, low noise floor is absolutely critical and uh, boy that, that 7300 has just done it for me I just just really love that radio
1: wow I just got uh, this last year a eight, 891. 891 and I love that for portable and I played around with a lot of different antennas zip cord antennas my uh, Meg loops which you've seen from our meeting this morning with John Portune what what is the most successful antenna that you use when you're
0: portable my go-to antenna especially at the campsite that we're in because I've got the space is the end fed half-wave, and it's actually made by my antennas in Florida uh, it is ah, yeah 100, it's 132 feet long uh 80 through 10 and i use it in a sloping fashion i use a, a slingshot with a, a fishing weight on the end to get the uh, initial line up over about a 60 foot uh, pine tree then hoist up the radiating end as high as i can get it and then the coax point i've actually lowered pretty close to the ground and i saw that swr come down as i lowered it uh and uh it's about a foot and a half off the ground and uh i'll tell you it just does it does phenomenally well because i brought up many different antennas with me and this by far yeah. has done so much better than everything else that i've had uh that uh, i don't need an antenna tuner but, um yeah it just does extremely well
1: yeah that's what i've got here is my base antenna actually it's just uh my antennas for 80 meters through uh, six meters and it works really good excellent well you're you're according to some amateur radar operators you're going backwards by getting involved in gmrs
0: what are your thoughts on that
1: oh not at
0: all uh that's just another mode of communication uh it serves its purpose uh you know if you don't want to get out around the world but you need to have close comms in to your location gmrs is just fills the ticket uh it really does um yeah so it's just nothing more than a, a different mode of communication as is dmr and you know our regular hf and the two meters 70 centimeters and all that uh, yep. uh just another mode of communication and uh having those tools available to you whenever you know, something else isn't working you still have something to go to uh, rather than just one mode that's why I typically like on the that's why i like the 7300 it didn't have the UHF VHF on it because I have a separate radio for that. If my 7300 went down, like a 991, yeah, uh, all mode. If that goes down, you're down with everything. So I have right. multiple radios, including the the two meters, 77 meter. That's the uh, what uh, 400 uh, in front of me. Yep. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Like I've got. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I, I and and the network of uh, repeaters is growing with GMRS. Uh, People see the the, the advantages of uh, having close communications, especially guys in four by fours that go out four wheeling and you know up in the mountains yeah. uh, where communication is is rare or you know it's harder to get to. Uh, GMRS it really fits the bill.
1: Yeah, I agree. I've really embraced it too, and I'm meeting so many nice people in the GMRS world. And they're not dummies. A lot of hams they get kind of elitist attitudes, thinking, "Well, we're the smart people. They're just dumb ears, you know. But boy, the people I'm meeting in GMRS, most of them are hams, and they're yep. bringing their knowledge of technology and communications to the table, and it's
0: it's exciting. Yep, I find that in <clears throat> most that I've gotten involved in, that the hams have been very, very knowledgeable. Um, not just one type of communication. I mean, even CCTV, shortwave, guys doing the 10 gigahertz uh, frequencies. uh, But they're extremely knowledgeable. And, man, I'm just like a sponge. I love listening to these guys who know so much more than me. I learn so much quicker that way uh, than on my own. And uh, I just like being around guys like that because they're a wealth of knowledge and uh, uh, move me along uh, much faster. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, well, we're glad to see you come
1: on board with US GMRS. We're doing something a little unique, I think. You know, there's a lot of great groups out there on Facebook and stuff that are using All Link uh, hotspots and stuff to bridge to repeaters and things like that. That's all excellent and great. But uh, we're trying to reach uh, a little simpler, just a simplex node. Basically, it's just a hotspot with analog using GMRS frequencies but we can create network channels where we can communicate across the country using a radio if you want to bridge it to it or just using the phone. Again, the best radio yeah. is the one you have with you. Right. It could be just your smartphone on an Android smartphone. But anyway, this is very exciting, and I am so thrilled. Just in the last month, all the neat people I've met, I'm so glad that you and I have run across each other. Thank you for reaching out on Facebook. and I feel like I've got a new friend for life now.
0: <laughs> and that's what uh, the home, I think the radio community is like. I mean, uh, the guys that I've really made friendships with, we get on on a regular basis and we talk and get to know each other's families better and each other's personalities better. And uh, I, I believe this, these friendships will continue on for a very long time because we could do this from anywhere. And the other thing about yeah. GMRS too, it's, it's the entry, the cost to entry is so low. it it, compared to like hf radios uh it's really easy to get into and i could see where that would be an easy gateway into hf radio communications uh because it is such a low entry point in getting that radios uh that it's it's really um kind of a no-brainer for me you know it's 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 a nice way to get into radio without breaking the bank right
1: right And you talked about how it's neat to meet guys in radio that you have other commonalities with, like photography or motorcycling or four-wheeling or whatever. Uh, Being Myself, being a man of faith, I am always tickled at the number of Christian people or people of faith that I meet in this hobby. And today when you were showing this video of your shack and you went over to your iMac and there beside it was the instruction book for life. It just tickled my heart. You know, we we get all these radios and things now that don't come with instructions. you got to look them up online and download them as a PDF or whatever. And uh, now to see that here's another man who's got the instructions for life, and I appreciate that about you. Tell us a little bit more about your faith journey, too, because a lot of people in our interviews do that. We have many Christian people kind of share their testimony here for others to hear.
0: Well, uh, I won't say mine's unique other than, you know, we were brought up initially as Catholics and I never, even as a young kid, I remember that, that w- that the rules and the idol worshiping didn't seem to be sit right with me. And I sought out even as a young guy in my teens and early twenties, which is probably unusual for a lot back in that day. Uh, I went to a baptist church i went to a methodist church you know i wanted to hear more you know it wasn't all just you know the rosary and say that the hell marys and our fathers and you're you're forgiven you know that's uh, i think it's legalistic so i sought out more than that and i had a really good influence which is my oldest sister uh who's just a very strong christian who's seen miracles in her lifetime and has been a part of things that cannot be explained, and um, so her and our our conversations at a very young age were very, very intriguing. Uh, to the point that uh, I knew there was more to it than that, um, and it's not the easiest uh, the beliefs because that is it is a when I say not easy, it's easy to work walk down a very wide path. And that means make the choices that you know aren't right. Uh, Make the choices that aren't godly. Uh, Make the choices that influence other people in ways that are, are not positive. That's a very wide path. That means you do anything and everything you don't care. The narrow path is what's written in the book. And it's not easy. But anything, you know, the saying goes, anything worth having is not easy. You know, uh, it's not for everybody, but it's for those who want to choose that that path. And uh, I got baptized when I was in my early 20s with my wife uh, at the same time. Uh, So uh, we've been following that ever since. And uh, not that we go to a very specific place of worship, because the place of worship is here in my heart. You know, so on my walks in the morning that you see yeah. my first parts of my walks and my commit is my talk with God and my talk with my dad who's passed away um, recently. Mm. So I spend that time wisely and, and talking and letting my letting them know how thankful I am and, and what my desires are for healing and such. So sure. That, and that brings me to, to today. So
1: That's awesome. Well, it is a journey. It's a daily journey, step by step. And it's nice to find the encouragement of others that are on that same journey and have chosen that path. And like the good book says, the the way is narrow and few there be that find it. But I don't find that here in radio. For some reason, it's like God is drawing people of faith into our group and we enjoy such a sweet fellowship. And like you say, it's not everybody's journey. They've chosen other things and that's okay. So that's like nope. my philosophy or my, my paradigm of amateur radio. It's a buffet. You go through the line, you pick what you want and you leave the rest. And you don't tell everybody else what they should eat. They, you don't want them telling you what you need to eat. It's your choice. But together we're in this environment where we can, in the spirit of kindness, culture of kindness, we can encourage one another in those journeys of life and respect our differences so i am again just thrilled to have met you rob and uh look forward to many years if we have them to uh, continue to walk this journey with you and enjoy our great hobby
0: well the feeling is mutual Danny. um i really believe that people are brought and across our paths at different times in life it's not the time in life in which you desire it, it's the time in life that's right and he knows the timing, not me. There are things I wish for that I'd like to have yeah. right now, right? But he knows better and I don't question that. And and many right. times he showed yeah. up in my life to show me what the right timing is for different things. Uh, and maybe at another time we'll get into some details, but, uh, there sure. have definitely sure. been things that I knew it was the hand of God that, uh, moved us to do certain things at certain times. That became a vi- uh, apparent maybe a month or two after the event and it was like right. wow that happened then and we didn't know why but we didn't question it we accepted it and now we understand why that happened right it was, it's been very it's been very interesting uh, uh path uh, that we're on yeah that's awesome
1: well, to wrap it up, uh, we have a lot of people might stumble across this uh, podcast that aren't licensed and might not be on the same journey. But uh, talking about specifically the radio communication side, what would you give as a reason why people should get involved in radio or would find it interesting and uh, a blessing and benefit in their life?
0: Well, I'll tell you, like, it, like I said earlier, this you, the miracle of radio opens up things that are wouldn't be possible otherwise and that means you know talking to a guy in new zealand out in the bush somewhere you know for 45 minutes that we had an instant connection and i know we'll be good friends from that point forward right um but just the sheer being able to communicate in emergency situations Uh, There's no other way under under major emergencies, hurricanes down on the Gulf Coast. When the communications go down, the first guys they call in are ham radio guys. I mean, just the just the sheer fact of being able to communicate outside of wherever your location is to get a word out, either asking for help or providing help. To me, that alone is well worth it. Yeah. And the side benefits are all the people you meet along the way.
1: Right. I had a similar experience with a guy in New Zealand actually when you talk about your friend. This was years ago when our kids were young, still living at home. Uh, We had this DX contest or whatever and I happened to meet this guy then I just loved his New Zealand accent and we continued on and he said, you know, I have uh, a daughter who's living in St. Paul, Minnesota. Uh, Difficult situation. She ended up coming here to visit, got cancer and couldn't get home and so uh he wanted to know if i could do a phone patch for him which i did and as a result of helping him out with this phone patch where he could talk to her uh he came over here to to visit and they stayed here until she died she was living in the basement of a house of a friend of theirs and uh she ended up passing away well in that time they were waiting they ended up having to sell their home back in new zealand they thought they'd be here for quite a while. Uh, She was too sick to go home, and as a result, they invited us over to meet them and their daughter. And so we brought the kids over there, and they showed us all the pictures of their homeland and and lovely accent the kids got to hear. And she eventually passed, and so they uh, before they left, they came over for a barbecue at our house. We got to meet them face-to-face and really love on them and get to know them well before they went back home and uh, started life over again. So those kind of experiences you'll never forget
0: and Absolutely. meeting
1: other people from around the world of different cultures is so rich.
0: Yep. And, and not only that, I mean, it, it allows you to remain connected to the world. I mean, if you, it, I, this is one of the only hobbies I can think of is that you can take into your nineties and stay connected with the outside world. And a lot of these guys are wheelchair bound, handicapped, yeah you can communicate around the world you stay connected otherwise you're you're no you're shut in you don't hardly get to know your neighbors i get to know people around the world and where i go like go to california i've had invites to california you know new mexico guys that i talk with on a regular basis and offered people you know guys from japan about you ever come over the japanese are so gracious and i've had many invites over there uh and it just Just through the miracle of radio. It's it's amazing.
1: Yeah. Even in the technology of uh, social media, like we're on Telegram now recording this in our studio. And we get meetings here, video chat meetings every morning. We get guys dropping in from uh, uh, Romania, from South Africa, and just keeping in touch with what's going on in their parts of the world and praying for them when they have issues and problems. You know, it's just, it's wonderful. I would never trade it for anything anyway well thank you very much rob for coming in uh have a blessed day i see uh your wife peeked in the door there you probably got something to do in the honeydew list so <laughs> we'll let you go and god bless your brother and we'll look forward to chatting with you uh in our video chats here in the cafe and also on uh, usgmrs and good luck with your arizona group
0: no i appreciate it denny i really again i really believe we meet for a reason yeah, absolutely. This be a very long, long friendship. And anybody who's interested in the Arizona uh, Facebook group, it's USGMRS-Arizona. Love to have you in there, contribute, learn, be a part of the group. Uh, I think this could be a good thing. Great, seventy-three, brother. We'll talk to you soon. Thanks, Danny.
1: Hi, this is Extra Class Amateur Radio Operator K5DCC. I just upgraded to my extra class last year. You know how I did it? I used HamTest Online. Did you know that HamTest Online is the top rated study program on eham.net? 97% of reviewers gave them five stars. They have more five star user reviews than all other study methods combined. And success is guaranteed. If you fail the amateur radio license exam, they will refund your subscription. It's a no brainer. You pass the exam or get a full refund. Try it for yourself at hamtestonline.com Hello cafeers Denny J here in the beautiful Ozarks of Northwest Arkansas out in the country 25 miles from any large city. out here in the country we struggle to get good internet Maybe you have the same problem. If you live in a rural area, you don't have many options. It's either satellite or DSL or cellular. And believe me, we've tried them all. Just recently, I was more than happy to pay the penalty to get out of our satellite service. Latency was horrible. And for amateur radio communications, the delays were up to five seconds and uh, you've probably experienced what that's like. Our DSL service was also very unreliable. We rarely got the speeds that we were promised, and it kept dropping out. But now I think I found a service that we're going to love. It's called Visible.com. It's a company that's owned by Verizon and kind of a pared-back service, but works beautifully for my situation here out in the country on 15 acres. Visible.com offers only one plan. It's unlimited everything, unlimited calls, text, and internet at slightly slower speeds than their top drawer plan at Verizon, but it does use the Verizon network. Go to visible.com and use my referral code, 3November37NovemberTango. Also, to get your $40 a month bill reduced to $25, you need to be part of a party pay group. You can join me in our Digicom Cafe party. You will find the link to these things down in the show notes here along with links to our Digicom Cafe community portal, which is a Facebook alternative. Also, our Telegram community, where we have text and voice chat, and also our live cafe cast here in the Digicom Cafe. So get your line at visible.com. And again, use my referral code and join our party to get that bill down to $25 a month.